it's green for go, they're racing. He says go, he says Tara, and Tiger Tara roars away from them on the home turn. Here comes another big boil over. Equine athleticism at its best. The king is in the castle once more. This is in one race, the rest are almost in another post. She is a star with a capital S. It's going to be a triple treat, a miracle three-peat. Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed history here at Menangle. What about that? It's getting right up on the sprint lane and it's going to bolt in. Oh, good morning. Paul Cochran with you. Season two of the sprint lane. We're back. We're Jess back. and Freddie, welcome back. <laughs> good to be it's back. Good to be here. We haven't seen each other for so long. It's, oh, it's like Welcome Back Cotter should be playing or something like that. <laughs> welcome something. back. I remember that show. Jeez. Yeah. Way before Jess's time. No There's idea. another one. Yeah, I another thought so. one another example. No our, guest, our guest wouldn't even have a clue. Managed to be ages Although on if we said who one of the stars were, I bet both ladies would know that yeah. a very youthful John Travolta was in <laughs> Welcome Back Cotter. Grace Lightning. Speaking of both ladies, we've got Grace Pinella on the show with us. Welcome, Grace. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, you're driving at Menangle today, but you've uh, I managed to con you into getting here a little bit earlier to join us on the show. It's great to have you. Yeah, well, I had to get out of work early, but... Clayton decided to let me go this week, so yeah, I was happy to take it. Clayton would be an easy, he'd be an easy pushover, wouldn't he? Oh, he just wanted me to come so he could pick <laughs> on me about it tomorrow. <laughs> nah, it's good. How was your break, Jess? Yeah, it was really good. I went to a few sporting events. I managed to see Raphael Nadal in Sydney, which is good, and oh, kept up. Swooning, with, were we? Yeah, <laughs> he got beat. Didn't he? he did get beat Ooh. by Alex Demon or by the Aussie. The so Demon. that was good to see. Right. Yeah. How was yours, Freddie? Busy. You're still on it, aren't you? Busy. Oh, no, I'm back, well, you're uh, back today. Back yeah. today, but I've, I've a bit of an intermittent break because I'm in the middle of house moving, and isn't that the lowest rotten job there is on the history of the, history of the world? Yeah, There's no that, fine. moving house and painting. No good. And I'm going to be doing both over the next probably month. Santa find you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Santa was kind. Um, the, the waistline expanded after <laughs> a, a bit too much Christmas cheer, but I think we all can be guilty of that. How'd you go, Jess? Yeah, I did. Fill up very on good. the stocking. Yeah, definitely filled up on the stocking. I yeah. had a very good Christmas. Nice, nice. What about you, Gracie? You're, uh, we're all talking about our break. You're a driver, so you don't get a break. <laughs> um, I had a, had Christmas Day off, but um, that was enough. I sort of got a little bit bored, but yeah, definitely filled up. Just to be out here, but yeah, I was definitely in a food coma for the next week. Yeah, because well, um, Maitland was on, and there, there was plenty of racing. Plenty of racing, we never had stopped. Really. Maitland, we had Bathurst on Boxing Day with the Shirley Turnbull. We had. Um, Oh, there was yeah, there was, there was plenty going Rudis on. Play, uh, plenty on, plenty yeah, on. Yeah, all right. Well, Gracie, you um, you drove at Tamworth uh, the other night. Obviously, you you had plenty of drives up there. It's a great carnival, isn't it? That Golden Guitar Carnival. It, it is, and you know all the locals and the Hunter region really look forward to it because you know that's sort of the biggest couple of races we have, other than the inner city. But this time of the year, you know everyone's really pumped up. They have their horses right and ready to go. So, yeah, it's looking to be a really good carnival um, after the heats. Two days ago, the, the final looks really strong and I can't wait to watch it. I was there last year. It was uh, my first time I've been at the Golden Guitar Carnival. I thought it was fantastic. They've got another great carnival coming up this weekend, this Friday night. We've, uh, we've, we're going to try something different. We're going to get someone on the phone. We've wanted to do this for a little while. Uh, I've got Michael Jones from the Tamworth Club on the line. Michael, welcome. Hi, Paul. Yeah, glad to be with you. That slight pause had me nervous. <laughs> you should have seen your face. Um, <laughs> it's all right. I can, I've been listening to you. You told me I wouldn't be able to hear you, but I've been listening to you. Well, so that, there's a technical glitch you've just exposed <laughs> to the world right away. <laughs> ah, it's fantastic. Um, look, uh, Michael, we've just been talking about Obviously, you, you said you just heard us. We love the, the Tamworth Carnival. Um, this yeah. one promises to be a really good night, doesn't it, Friday night? Yeah, well, it's looking like, I mean, the fields have been drawn this morning in Sydney, um, and it's looking like we've got a nine-race uh, uh, meeting this Friday night. Uh, all the feature races have held up, um, and we'll get a second division of the tab um, race that we've got on the program. It won't, the second division doesn't count towards the bonus series, but we, we were able to get, a, get that extra race in from that one. How's the weather, mate? That's what's important. I oh, know it can get stinking hot up there. The weather. Don't, the talk, <laughs> don't talk about the weather. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we, we had continuous rain, as the same as everybody, and then in early December or whenever it was, it just turned off and it just hasn't rained since one or two mil every now and then. Um, it's been mid-30s all for the last week or two. Um, 
So we're just hoping for a little shower of rain in the next day or two, which is forecast, but whether it'll come or not. Um, but even uh, Grace would probably tell you on Sunday night here at the heat, there was quite a nice breeze blowing in from the east, so it wasn't as hot as it could have been. Um, it was quite pleasant out, actually. So we got Tim Bailey on the line. Mate, <laughs> 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 if we wanted to ring you up and talk about the weather, we could have done this day and day. Oh out. yeah, no. Well, I comment on that on my on my weather reports on our um, on our race meeting reports. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, uh, mate, have we? Obviously, it, it's a great time of year in Tamworth. You know, the country music festivals on. My big question yeah. is, uh, have you managed to drag yourself away from the line dancing long enough to put on a race, mate? Uh, I haven't seen the line dancing, sorry, haven't had time. Mate, okay, that's, yeah. that's the, that's yeah, the narrative know. we want to go with. I, I, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've I've seen you with your crocodile skin boots and your, and your stats. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> a Cobra. Yes, no, a Cobra in Australia. Oh, actually, I was up there a few years ago yeah. for uh, another job I was doing. We had a – and we were – Sort of activating a, a stall at the, the, and I walked away with an Akuba. So they do get you. There's yeah. no, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. You can get uh, caught up in it, uh, Jess. I, I reckon that'd be your scene, wouldn't it? The country music scene. Oh, I'm not you'd too, love that festival. Not too sure about that. Forget the music, the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, it's a great carnival up there. I'd love to get to a gold uh, to a golden guitar one day. But Michael, for people heading out to the track, what can they expect? Oh, well, we've got the, as well as our nine races, we've got the mini trotters will be racing after race one and race two. And then we've got the, we've got our very popular dash hand races on again. So I assume, I haven't seen the nonce for that, but I'm assuming there'll be two or three of those races. Um, we've also got uh, the, the bucking mad cow coming along for people to, um, to, to try their skills on that. Uh, Let's keep the language clean on this program, please, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was bucking. Yes. <laughs> and then, then we've got our regular. We've got. We always have the um, the vintage fire engines because they they have their workshop here on the paceway, and so they're always really keen to do a display when we have a, a feature race meeting. So they'll have six or seven of their antique fire engines going around the track after one of the races doing a bit of a parade of those. Um, and uh, other than that, uh, well, there's face painting for the kids. Um, plenty of food and plenty of drink. What sort of crowd are you anticipating, Michael? And and uh, you just touched on the food and the uh, the hospitality side of it, but in terms mm. of the crowd, it's a, it's a race meeting that has grown in stature dramatically over the, the, the past, I, I would say, maybe decade. Yes. What sort of crowd are you expecting? Oh, I don't know in numbers, but we would expect that we'll have, we'll have a, have the grandstand packed out this year, so we haven't got COVID anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two years have been a bit different, obviously. Yeah. Um, this is this is actually the 39th running of the Golden Guitar Carnival this mm-hmm. year. So, um, it's just got bigger and bigger, but yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It was a good crowd yeah. last year. Oh, yeah. those, those hounds. Those pooches bought a bought a new uh, a new. So I just want to see you get on the bucking bull. Yeah, yeah with your Akubra on. With the Akubra, I think. Yeah, I think that's. We should get that on. Uh, we should get the camera crew to focus yeah. on that. There's a bit of media out there last year, actually, because the the dogs. Now the big question, Michael, beyond uh, me asking you about your line dancing prowess, is uh, yeah. is uh, Gracie's missed noms. She's missed the early pre noms for the the Dashdown race. Can she still get uh, her little four legger with a waggy tail in? <laughs> I'm sure she could. <laughs> what, are, what are we dealing with, Grace? Run us through the um, the, the pooch setup. Oh, I got three. Right. So, well, but, you could um, fill a whole <laughs> Leviathan. Take what, what? a whole team up. Can you fit take three the into up. the non <laughs> I do have a three-horse float, so they can all fit. But one's petrified of other dogs, so hopefully you just run a little bit quicker. And one just loves the attention, so one run from one human to another. Right. So we'll Don't see how we it. go. Don't back. Oh, well, oh, right. runs from one human to another. That's the way these races are set up. That might actually work in its favour. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty quick, especially if you're offering food at the very end. Right. Is there one that we should be uh, – if we – you know, we can we can have a bet on these things. I'm sure we, I can't bet on the on the hardest racing. So steer me into something oh, on the dogs. I'm going for Miguel. She's um pretty quick. What's her name? Her name's Willow. 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 She's a brown dapple, and she's Willow pretty the quick. Wonder Dog. That's it. Right. Okay. Punters, get around Willow in the in the dogs race as long as Michael accepts Grace's. Um, is is there a fee for late noms? Late noms. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, mate, we wish you the best of luck. We're going to have a chat a little bit here about the racing side of things because the racing was really strong through the through the heats and qualifiers. Yeah. I know that um, there'll be a lot of eyeballs on the on the race, mate, because obviously it carries double points for fantasy harness racing as well, and we're going to talk a little bit about fantasy harness racing as, as we go through the show. But it uh, should be a great meet. Yeah. It always is. Um, and, we, and we see... We see some of the big guns turn up in town too. I know that Cameron Hart uh, has flagged that he'll be there. Will Rickson won that race last year. So there's some, you know, um, we see high calibre racing happen on one of the, I love going to Tamworth. I think it's a really cool destination type place. And uh, and we're going to get a good crowd there. And hopefully we get a lot of the people who are maybe even first timers to harness racing because they're there to experience the country music festival. And Yeah. And the track's in great condition. We've got another, another track record on um, Sunday night. Uh, the 1980 Open Pass track record was broken by 0.3 of a second. Yeah, and, that's um, good sign. Uh, we got, uh, yeah, and we broke a 1609 uh, uh, track record, I think, the meeting before as well. So um, the track's really performing at the moment. It was, re- it was regraded uh, with the road grader in December in preparation for this, and that's um, the... Uh, Pat Spence, our uh, track curator, has done, done a great job. You know, he's really proud of his track. So yeah, they, hopefully do, a, they do a great mm. job. Our track curators are the unsung heroes yeah. of our of our industry. I think, mate. We'll make yeah. sure make sure we get a photo of you in your in your face with your face painted up as a tiger or something like that. Whatever you got planned. Oh, yeah. So, uh, best best of luck with the race, mate. We uh, we can't wait to see it all all unfold. Yeah, right. Okay, right. we'll catch you catch you here on Friday night. Good on you, Michael. Cool. Thanks, Mike. Thank okay. you. All right, some good racing, guys. I think we're going to see some good racing. The heats were good, weren't they? Well, they were, and you've got some really <gasps> decent uh, horses that have come up from Sydney. Uh, Jared Altran's uh, got a couple. Um, Graham Dwyer has uh, has uh, brought um, Surf Ace. We just touched on. He was the horse that broke that uh, that Michael was alluding to. Broke the record there uh, in the first race, first use of the track, and broke a record. Uh, Bernie Hewitt. Um, so, so a lot of the big names are there. So, if you're doing it, and again, we'll touch on it a bit later. But fantasy harness, keep an eye on that because yeah. uh, um, the trade uh, window's closing. So, uh, you might want to have a look at those uh, those drivers or those horses that have qualified. How was it going through those heats the other night, Gracie? Like, like there was good racing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. The heats are the hardest bit. You know, you had to run one two to get in there and. Unfortunately, I had a couple of things go wrong in mine, but those horses that did win and run second, you know, put in a solid effort and um, coming into the final, it looks like a really strong field and I can't wait to watch you, watch you cross the line first because I think it'll be a really interesting race. Yeah, the, the bloke we talked about a bit in this podcast, the Mayor of Tamworth, Tommy Hyson, was at it again, wasn't he, Jess? He was. Four winners again on the card. We know he just is so dominant up there. I think he's definitely one to be considering for your fantasy harness <laughs> racing teams this week, especially double points on offer, but another fantastic effort from Tom. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to the, the Tamworth Club. Uh, Carnival of Cups is a, is a fantastic thing that out that we do here in New South Wales. I, I was at Tamora. Uh, last weekend they put on a great night really good patronage from the locals it's only a small town and i reckon most people were there you know and it was it was great they were all there they're having a great time they ran out of beer which is always a good sign that's a good sign sign. not a a good thing but a good sign (laughs) it was late late in the night but uh you know i even heard club officials yelling out that uh they needed the raspberry udl because that was all that was left (laughs) so when you're moving on to the raspberry when you're on the mix the pre-mixes gee i think that's a good sign in those country towns that uh, that they've done pretty well over the bar so no they put on on a, a really good show. Now let's have a look at uh, some of the other racing that's going on, Jess. Um, here at Menangle on Saturday night, the it felt like business as usual had returned and, and we saw the New Year's gift final. Big race. Brian Portelli come out and won it with Tasty Delight. Yeah, that was a very exciting win for Brian. He saluted from a fair way out and you could tell how much that win meant to him. That horse hadn't started in a race since September 2021 in a three-year-old Breeders' Challenge heat and he come out in the heat of the New Year's gift final the week before. He unfortunately lost that on protest, but he made up for it in the final and he set the 150.5 mark. I think he's definitely a horse to watch into the future and has an exciting few months coming up. Freddie, I know you weren't calling Saturday mm. night. I, I know you would have you cast an eye over what was going on, though. Um, I reckon there would have been a slight 
level of envy that you weren't getting to call a race that had Spirit of St. Louis just holding on with Max Shard and you had Pete said so, a horse that we've talked about a bit in the podcast through the Inner Dominion and obviously the Black Prince, high calibre race. It was, and it was good to see Spirit of St. Louis bounce back. Uh, Max Shard, I thought, was sensational and, and very strong through the line. And Pete said so has carried on that form that he, he delivered through the Inner Dominion Carnival. Yeah. So, so that augurs well for what lay ahead for him uh, as we are about to launch into our own Miracle Mile Carnival, the Carnival of Miracles. But, yeah, it was a great race. Uh, and uh, 156 for, for Spirit of St. Louis. Good to see him back and, uh, and Jack, uh, of course, sitting uh, in the gig. It was a bit of a different race pattern for Spirit of St. Louis. Sort of got to the front and held on. I, we haven't seen that a great deal from Not, not as recent, but yeah. you go back when, you know, go back maybe, uh, I'm trying to think, 18 months maybe, he, he could race up on the top. But um, I, I think we've become accustomed to seeing him get pretty ordinary draws in a lot of the big races, particularly through the carnival in Victoria. Um so, yeah, I think they, they had the opportunity to drive him the way they did, and it, it paid off. Double for Jack Calligan on that program, too. He had a, he had a really good week, which is, you know, reflected through his fancy harness racing. Uh, Luke McCarthy, we don't see him a great deal, particularly on a Tuesday anymore. You know when he turns up with a fleet on a Saturday night that he's probably going to deliver something, and he, he turned up and went whack, uh, treble at Menangle on, on Saturday night. He had an interview, first start in New South Wales for Anton Galina. He had, also had Fairy Tinkerbell and Kingmaker. Uh, Grace, when Luke McCarthy turns up, you probably know that you might see some winners. Yeah, you don't see him drive really often as much anymore. So when you do, you think, oh, so he's going to go down here. But, um, yeah, every time he does drive, he just delivers, like you said, and um, – there's no one I look up to more than Luke, or the male drivers anyway. And yeah, he just every time he gets on, the horses are happy, the horses run, and 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 he usually wins. So yeah, every time he he drives, yeah, I'll I'll watch him. Do you think, Freddie, that we've seen Cam, we've seen Jack, we've seen all these young punks come Emergence, along and, and yeah. sort yeah. of leapfrog Luke when it comes to premiership pecking orders? Do you think? Because there were some comments from Luke recently where he said we will see him a bit more. Yeah. Has um, as a light bulb been flicked and he's like no no hang on I, I am going to turn up a bit more here at Menangle and uh, I wouldn't mind having that premiership back in 2023 look what he's he is without doubt you, you, you mentioned some of the great young drivers we've got Luke is probably still pound for pound the best driver in New South Wales that's just my opinion uh, my opinion only um, however I, I don't know that it was more that than he had campaigned in Victoria Christmas hit yeah we don't see him quite as, uh, as much at, at, on the Tuesday meetings. But again, having said that, he had a fair few drives at Penrith for memory on Thursday. Yeah, so, yeah. so, look, I think it's all swings and roundabouts when the horses are there um, and the way things work out, we'll see, we'll see uh, Luke. But I still think he's, uh, you know, he's one of the best in the business without any doubt, despite the emergence of these, as you called them, the, the, the young Turks that have come through the ranks yeah, and yeah, are, yeah. Are, are challenging. I still reckon Jesse wouldn't mind having that premiership back. Oh, I definitely think so. a few of those young so. blokes in their place. Absolutely. I think, like Freddie said, I have to agree with his opinion there. Luke is still the best, and we've definitely seen some emerging talent, but when Luke's here and consistently here, he is so dominant. He's just got a, a, an aura about him. He's just got this calmness when he's in the bike, and you just horses just look so comfortable when he's he's got hold of them. I, and, and I thought no more uh, apt than, than the way he drove interview. Interview just looked nice and relaxed. He let interview roll up the track a little bit when he came into the straight. Um, yeah, first look at the track. I, I just thought he uh, he's just a gun. Yeah. He had a handful of horse there with Max Shard too. Oh, well, absolutely we'll get to him later. Sizzling, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Jack Trainer came back from a, a, a little holiday and um, it was like uh, he just jumped back on the bike and said, oh, this is how you do it. He had a double there. So, you know, he, he's a weapon here at Menangle, particularly on a Saturday night, Jack Trainer. He just gets it done. What about your mate Hannah Rickson? Hey, yeah, she double had a Penrith. Fantastic night. Said, Here I am and uh, have some of this. She went very close to a treble as well. The third yeah. horse for Tony Burt Whistle just was beaten half a neck. But a nice Rickson family um, double there. Both horses were trained by her father, Peter, and Cindy, her mum, owns them both. So they would have been a very happy Rickson household. They do household. that a lot there, don't they, Jess, at Penrith? They the do. Ricksons keep it all in the family, you know. Cindy. Um, and Peter, Peter, and then so the kids are in the good books for that uh, for that <laughs> week anyway. Uh, that same program, I think we're only what two weeks into 
2023 and we might have seen the best story of the year already. Steph Morris came out and, and won. She got a double late on that program, two weeks after having one of the most horrific-looking falls that I've seen. Um, what a great story. Yeah, yeah just brilliant, Freddie. It, it was a horrid-looking fall. I wasn't calling. I was watching the race live and, and I thought, that, that looked really bad. Yeah. Um, and I messaged um, Steph the next day and she said, look, she's sore, but she's going to be fine. To come back two weeks later and big bubbles, no troubles, just drive yeah. a couple of winners. Win one fantastic. and then turn around and win another one. Yeah, and try into the, the second one yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 literally, I was quite emotional. Yeah. Just so yeah. tough for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved seeing it. Yeah, it was she was one of our early guests on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah friend Steph, of the show. Of yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, another friend of the show is Grace Pinella. <laughs> She's sitting right here. <laughs> Gracie, what are we going to do about Josh Gallagher at Newcastle? You run into this bloke every Friday night. He's just turning up and taking your races. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, he does. He, he, um, he drives very well. And Another he, three on Friday night. Absolutely kills us there. And when we had COVID and they weren't allowed to come down, it was really good. You know, <laughs> we, we got to have some of our races. But um, full credit to him. He works hard and he drives really well. And it really pays off when he comes down to Newcastle. He's, he sat here exactly where you are and said he, he's just got a love affair with that track. I mean, it's reflected in his results. I mean, you, you're probably going to – love racing more where you win. I mean, I remember Will Rickson saying he, he loves Penrith. He yeah. wins there a lot. So it's, you know, a natural, have a, na- favorites, Paul, yeah, yeah. a natural synergy. But uh, there's something about that track. Josh just um, just owns it. Mm. You Dominates. Know, yeah. Um, you know, and, and if we thought – I know we talked a lot about Josh's hot streak of form leading up to Christmas, and he just turned up again. It's like business as usual. He just mm. – you know, turned up and said, uh, no, no, this isn't stopping anytime soon, didn't he? So, yeah, absolute weapon. So are the Turnbulls. Six of the eight races at Bathurst on Wednesday night were won by a Turnbull. Now, that's not that unusual, but it was shared around. Um, Amanda, Josh won one, Dathan won two, and Mitch won two. Yeah. So good luck if you're not a Turnbull. <laughs> I feel like yeah, cha- you've got to change your name to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. to, to, to get on the Hewitt's scoreboard. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, they, and if it's generally not, not a turn, but it's a, a Hewitt. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's a tough um, tough school up uh, in the Central West. Yep. Well, there was a couple of, um, I think James Dean won a race and Arthur, Arthur Clancy, Arthur Clancy yeah. won a race too. So we had a couple yeah. of... You know, a couple of out of you know out of the the regular the kilter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of Mitchy, um, so three winners. As I mentioned, I was at Tamora on Saturday night. Three winners on that card for Mitch. Well done. Um, I, I love spending time with Mitch. He always makes me laugh, and uh, and he, he he certainly was uh, quick to remind us that uh, hey, hey I'm, I'm going all right here. I've, I've started 2023 pretty well. So I know he's got a few side bets going on the fantasy game with a few people, and it's dealing in currency that is rather unusual. Uh, Pluto pups, for example, is uh, is what's on the line uh, with with one of his mates. Uh, so, yeah, interesting cat, Mitch. But I really like the way he rolls. Uh, Nathan Turnbull doubles at Bathurst and Tamora. He, you know, had that blockbuster season last year, Fred. We we you know he had a hundred wins yep. very early in the piece. Yep. Kept going. Way it was a breakthrough season, Paul, wasn't it? Yeah, but he, yeah. he he deserved it because he was jumping in the in the float and going everywhere. Nothing was barred. It wasn't just he was sticking to his, his own backyard. He was bringing horses here. Uh, he was taking horses to Canberra, Goulburn, all over the place. Yeah. He deserves all the success yeah, he gets yeah. for that. Yep. No, it was great. And, and as I said, um, great crowd at Tamora. They really they stood on the edge of the track and, and cheered <laughs> home all those oh, – sorry, I just dropped my pen if you heard what that was um, – cheering home all the all – the, the, the drivers as they came through, and there was no louder cheer than there was for Mark Hewitt when he won the Tamora Cup. Just a fantastic terrific, result. It's a terrific bloke too. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Freddie. Yeah, Wonderful account. horseman as well. I know yeah, he does absolutely. a lot with breaking in younger yep. stock, and he always is so dominant out there yep. in that region. <clears throat> Just a I, I did. A, I went into the stables. I, I pulled my phone out and did a couple of interviews with him. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, one of the the, the legacies of that Tamora track is, is that where there's a light, there's a bug. <laughs> and in order to, because it was dark, we, we had him standing near a light. And after about 45 seconds, I said, that'll do. I uh, Bugs everywhere. Particularly appreciate the... Uh, loves moths too. <laughs> the insect, uh, <laughs> the insect um, influx that I was experiencing. Naughty Mark. So, uh, but yeah, great result. And um, yeah, he was super happy with that. I think it's his first Tomorrow Cup. And, you know, he was really happy. Mighty Joe did... Uh, it was a... a Close finish. He wasn't sure if he had it. He, he thought might have gone his way, but it was a, it was a close finish. And uh, yeah, great that we're 
we're getting um, eyeballs on our Carnival of Cups mm. product. And as I said, it moves to Tamworth uh, this Friday night for their Golden Guitar Meeting. All right. So best thing you saw this week, Jess, what do you got for us? Yeah, look, we spoke about him earlier in the show, but I couldn't go past the win of Brian Portelli and Tasty Delight. In the New Year's gift, they had to do it the tradesman way. He sat without cover and after being so long off and only a second start back, he was absolutely incredible and I'm excited to continue to see him as the months go on. Full disclosure, we, we get here a bit early uh, uh, to discuss tactics and the show and what we're going to... And Jess said, what's the best thing you saw? And I said... Without doubt, tasty delight. I said, this horse won a group, group one. He, he sort of went, lost his way a little bit, and to have him come back after a long layoff, and she said, "Well, that's mine. You can't have that." <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to nominate interview. I thought just to see it uh, do what it did here. Um, you know, an outstanding horse, French bred, seven straight, um, real nice horse. Interview, French bred. I love French bred. It's beautiful. My you like French toast? My favourite type of bread, yeah. <laughs> the baguette. That was Someone, someone said to me once, um, uh, can you do a ciabatta? And they did the impression of Chewbacca. <laughs> it was pretty ordinary dad joke in play. Yeah, yeah, true anyway, um, what about you, uh, What about you, Gracie? What do you got for us? What's the oh. best thing you saw this week? I thought I was in the all clear when you decided you'd agree on the same one, but I have to go with Fred and um, the Anton... Tr- Anton Galena trained interview. Um, it's good to sit behind a trotter, but to watch a trotter like that to go 156 over 2300 was just absolutely insane. It looked like he'd done it really easy, and um, the future looks really bright, and I can't wait to see what he does with it in the future. Look, Max Shard was, was, uh, was a real eye opener. Whether it's the best thing I saw this week or not, but I thought it was a real eye opener. <laughs> oh, Freddie's, <laughs> you'll Mate? wait and see later in yeah, the show why Freddie's pulling a face right coming. now, but right. <laughs> everything's getting taken you think from you, you a, for it. You, you think you find a sneaky one, whether it's the yeah. best thing you saw or the black booker, and everyone else is on the same page. <laughs> nah, I, look, I, I, loved, um, I love seeing people just um, grassroots country racing it tomorrow mm. or the other night, just getting, in, getting around it. It was a night, one of those real hot, balmy kind of nights, and people were, people were, just having a good laugh. Like, yeah, it was like yeah. that still in holiday yeah. mode. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said, the bar ran dry. There was plenty of food. They were enjoying the racing and just appreciating each other's companies. People there with picnic blankets, using the nice grass bank. It's it was everything that I I love about what harness racing can deliver in the region. So yeah, fantastic. All right, well, Fantasy Harness Racing is um, lockouts at 1pm. If you're listening live to the podcast, um, what are you doing? You should be playing with your fantasy team instead of – well, maybe you, maybe you could I do both. I think they should be listening to us. Maybe you could do both. <laughs> well, maybe they're listening to us to try and get some advice. How do you go, Jess? Yeah, don't get advice from me. I think I'm, s- I'm sitting in the high 500s. I did, That's all right. I did hit about 700 and something at one point, but – it, it's a long distance race. It is. It's not a flying K. You just you want to take your time and wind up late. I think it is. It is. Right, how'd you go, Freddie? I was very lazy and I didn't do any real research because I've been away, as you know. And uh, I come into the round before the, the lockout, and I left. I left my team as I'd picked it back pre Christmas, so I didn't know that there were a few drivers driving interstate and so forth. Uh, it, hindsight's wonderful. I've made sure I've done some trades this week already um but i'm 335 so bad. i'm i'm yeah I'm, I'm, I'm it's a it's a melbourne cup isn't it it's exactly yeah. right it's a hunter cup it's not a, a miracle mile so i've got plenty of time to find my feet and get home late bring a Look driver's out. perspective to this conversation grace what's it what's it like um you know you're obviously a very prominent person when it comes to the fantasy harness racing for us because you and we love it thank you you've taken on an ambassador role and you um yeah you've been one of the faces of the game Fantastic. What's it like being up for sale? Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, it's, it must be – it's brand new for you guys. Yeah, look, my price tag being 915000 the pressure's on. Uh, no, definitely not. I thought I was a little bit overpriced, but um, after everybody else's results, I was going really good, and then to Friday night rolled around and I sort of let my own team down, so it's time to up my game after my holiday, and um, hopefully I can – Get to the high high tens would be nice, but um, yeah, hundreds will do me for now. You're not copping any trialing, are you? Because the tr- and this is the thing: if you're listening to this podcast and you think it's appropriate to troll a driver, not about fantasy, about anything, yeah. you're, a muppet, your you're a muppet. Yeah. Pull your head in, and yeah. we're not going to stand for it. Um, 
I've already seen some drivers say that a few people have. Serious. If it's if it's uh, if it's in jest and it's a, and it's a good fun. There's yeah. plenty of banner flying around on social media when it comes to fantasy harness racing, and I've seen it been in a really really fun jovial way. And some of our drivers are really bought in. Blake Jones has been excellent on it. Um, outside of that, if you've backed a horse and you're not happy with the drive, don't take it out on the driver. Ridiculous. Anyway, there's my little soapbox <laughs> moment. Um, so Gracie. I told you before the show, I said, you're in my team, but you're on notice. There you go. There's my troll. <laughs> so it's Blake. Uh, but good things are coming, aren't they? I uh, hope so. You know, I'm going to aim high again this year and um, hopefully I can one-up what I did last year. Yeah. All right. Who's your, who's, who was the best performer for you in your team in week one? Robbie. Robbie. I had him as my captain. Good. And, um, yep. I just thought he'd be a really good asset because he does the travel, he does the miles and um, you look here on a Tuesday and he, if he's not the favourite, he, he's always in the field and when he comes to Newcastle, they kill us there. So some valuable points when he comes to Newcastle and Penrith on a Thursday night, they take quite a big team and yeah, I just he's, he was the dominant one in my team. Well, he's, un- he's unavailable this week. He's got a, yeah. he's got yeah. a week off. Traded him out for yeah, Josh in. I, I said all along, Josh and Robbie were a must, I thought, to try and fit them in there because of the fact that they're always at Penrith. Two meetings a week here, and they are always at Newcastle. So, um, but I've traded Robbie out like you, Jess, because he's he's sitting out this week. So I I, I uh, put a pretty handy driver in uh, called Luke McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, nice. Not, yeah, yeah. Really handy. very nice. So um, you didn't ask me how I went. Yeah, well, how did you go? <laughs> did you I, go? I know <laughs> how you went, and I was going to skip over it. But, we uh, just yeah. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, well, how, I, how did you go? Did you I, have? A, I, are you in the top? I 100? dropped in that last race. I dropped. Significantly in that yeah. last race. Yeah. Where'd you go? Down How to many? 700, 900? No, I dropped from second to fifth. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yep. Stop. So I, I said to you guys, but I said to you guys, didn't I, before, yeah. I was um, four points behind the leader with one race to go, the last race at Tamora. And uh, I thought, oh no, I can't. <laughs> this will be really embarrassing for the, for the game if, <laughs> if it's me winning the round. And you know, to anyone listening in there, please don't think that I'm some expert when it comes to harness racing. I obviously had just a, a lucky week. Um, but um, fortunately, a gent named Troy McDonald, we spoke to him on the Fantasy Harness Racing podcast mm-hmm. yesterday. He, I tell you what, he might be tough to beat. He's a real form student and uh, ex-driver and uh, was crunching numbers and doing all sorts of stuff. And um, he's pretty switched on. Troy. So anyway, he had Mitch Turnbull, who won the last race, and I didn't have Mitch. So that got him got him a bit higher up. Another thing that he did, and we talked about this in the fantasy podcast yesterday, was he had Brianna Lindsay sitting there as his reserve. Yep. She won a race, and she had another race, so she got eleven points. He had Tommy Callaghan in his team, who didn't race during the week, so he got a zero, which meant his reserve points supplied. Cautionary tale to people. Like, don't take your reserve lightly because there'll be weeks where you need it, you know. And and if yeah, and Freddie's Freddie's same. got Brianna sitting there, yeah. So yeah, he got I'd Brianna's same. points. So if you if you don't like that that eleven points has helped Troy yeah get well, up that's, into that's that. the difference yeah. because I think uh, uh, Mick Harvey's second. He, he was fourteen behind. So that's, that's Mick Harvey's team. Go racing. Go racing. racing. Well, these the are fluorescent uh, yellow. Uh, hey, oh, God bless. Mick Harvey is uh, one of the owners of King of Swing. Yes, yeah, yeah. and uh, he's got. Uh, Captain, Captain Me, Me as well. Yep. So, and yeah. others. Sur- surface as well. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we had a surge in registration numbers in the forty-eight hours um, over the weekend. Yep. So that that's really encouraging. Obviously, people have seen it. They've been talking about it. They they kind of hearing a little bit more and they want in. That's a, that's a really good sign. If you if you haven't got a team in yet. Like, you can still do it. Mm, absolutely. You know, yeah. it, you can get a team in because there's, there's a $250 Harvey Norman voucher up each week for the the leading um, scorer each week. And I don't think anyone's that far gone that well, you could catch over points. 25 rounds. Yeah, absolutely. There's only 21 points top five where you're sitting, so first to fifth. But then if you, you scroll down, top 20, the, the 20th person is only about 40 odd yeah. points away. Yep. So if you, if you get in now, and try and beat the lockout to get in for round two. So you've got about an hour and two minutes by my uh, quick reckoning. If you, if you register and get involved, you know, and you have a good week and, and you shop diligently, 
um, yeah, you could be right up there yeah. not giving away that much start. Yep. It, get in, get involved. Yeah. Um, the other thing is it, this is brand new tech. This has been custom built from scratch uh, to create a game and there might be technical issues. We've had some. In the last 24 hours, we've had a fairly unforeseen major glitch. We've managed to you know, get the hamsters on the wheel and, and you know, go overnight and all, all, all yesterday. We've got it fixed, so it's up and running in time for the 1pm lockout today. But, um, you know, th- there's a chance there might be some technical glitches along the way. There's, you know, we know there was a couple of scoring issues in the run, but mostly it's worked pretty good. Scores are coming up within a, literally a couple of minutes of a race finishing. Uh, the leaderboard was activated on Saturday night, so people could start to see where they were in the pecking order. People having conversations about harness racing and they're and they're getting to they're, they're paying attention to drivers. And the other thing is a, a feature race at Manangle is just as important as race five at you know at tomorrow on Saturday night. They work, they carry the same amount of points and you know and people have got to pay attention to all these things. And that's really ultimately what we want. We want eyeballs on our product. You know, um, so uh, you know I know your drivers have got around it, haven't they, Grace? Yeah, definitely. The first thing you do say to someone now is, how are you going on the fantasy? But um, yeah, it's, it's become a really hot topic around the races, um, especially, you know, close to me, my family. I had to help mum because she's hopeless with technology. <laughs> and I know she was one of the first people to comment saying, what's going on with my points? So um, yeah, the word's getting around and it's, it's really good to hear. You've been out there in the colours. I actually was watching you uh, score up at, uh, must have been at Newcastle the other, the other night. You were scoring up and you were having a chat with Robbie Robbie Morris in the score up. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking, I bet they're talking about fantasy harness races more than they probably were. <laughs> probably were. We That's where I were. went, yeah, with it. So you probably you were. Rob, Rob. Yeah, I was. I was yeah. just telling him he really needs to up his game. <laughs> 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 I love really. the sledge. It's love it. Love Fantastic. it. Love it. All right. Hey, um, guys, Horse of the Year Awards coming up. The nominees. Uh, we can exclusively reveal uh, the nominees for the Horse of the Year Awards. So, um, Freddie and Jess, you're on the voting panel for this. So I'm not going to sort of pick your mind on on any sort of opinion on it obviously there's a you know we want the credibility of the of the the awards and the integrity of it to to run strong there's a um, a voting panel made up primarily of people in the media and in and around the the racing industry who sit on the peripheral as eyeballs which you guys definitely are you bring a lot of um a lot of high credentialed opinion to our sport so you're really valuable asset to the voting panel our race callers for example our uh, racing media and our scribes they'll they'll be voting on this but the shortlist for um for horse of the year has been um will will be live on the harness race new south wales website and the socials today now there's there's plenty of categories uh i I thought i'd we'd we'd have a look at at some of the more uh prominent ones so age trotter of the year the one that stood out to me caligula's nominated you beauty and i had nothing to do with it so (laughs) I know any long-time <laughs> listeners of this show would, would know that, um, you know, that's, that's some, somehow become my favourite horse <laughs> just by continual narrative. So, uh, yeah, Caligula, Queen of Strathfield, Sunny G, Tough Monarch and What's Up Majestic. So some really, really solid uh, trotters in that age trotter category. Age Mare, Pace of the Year, Fairy Tinkerbell, Little Bliss, Orchid Stride, Total Diva and Yarraman Bella. So great field there. Um, the age entire gelding pacer of the year. This is a, an elite field. I cast no shadow. King of swing, majestic cruiser, spirit of St. Louis, Zeus Bromac. Good luck, you guys. You've got to vote on that. That is a seriously credentialed field of, of nominees, Fred. Yeah, look, I thought I, I thought some of those categories that you just read out were, were from in my mind, fairly clear cut. Some of the uh, categories you didn't mention, I thought were pretty uh, open. Like the three-year-old pacing filly, uh, Captain Me, Ideal in Dreams, Madrid, Soho, Rhapsody and Steno. And, and, and the two-year-old uh, Colton Gelding, uh, Better Be the Best, Captain Richie, Captain's Knock, Sweetheart, Bard and Tardelli. They're hard because oh, yeah. you, you've got to break right down as a judge, and I'm, I'm speaking for Jess, if, if I say the wrong thing, whack me, but, <laughs> but you've really got to drill down to the performances and, and take so much into consideration Um each run yeah. is so important. So it, it's really important. So the, the categories that you – and that field for the aged 
pay, um, entire gelding pacer of the year. That that's just elite. You know, you got an Inter Dominion winner, a Miracle Mile winner, uh, Majestic Cruiser was amazing. Spirit of St Louis, Zeus Bromac won the free for all. Great, great credentialed horses. It's not easy. What about that three year old? Colton Gelding, pace of the year, Black Onyx, Mahomes, mm. my ultimate Baxter, my ultimate Ronnie, and Rip. Yep, we discussed that before yeah. we went Before the show, yeah. Ser- like, seriously uh, tough categories to vote on. So, good luck, guys. But if, you, if you're interested in all the nominees, they'll be up on the Harness Racing New South Wales website uh, today. Um, really excited to, to see how that, that all plays out. Of course, the Harness Racing New South Wales Awards will be here at Country Club Benangle, actually, on the 26th of February. So we'll, we'll know who the winners of all those those events are. They, um, that'll be wrapped in and around the carnival as well with the Miracle Mile. So that's going to be a really exciting time of year. Can't wait um, to see how that all plays out and to see everyone in the room as well, all the all the nominees and you know and who gets awards. They're always uh, fun nights to be part of, aren't they, Jess? Yeah, they're great nights. and Actually, it'll be a day. A day. It'll be a, day. It'll be a, it'll be a great <laughs> afternoon then. But it's just great to recognise the talent that we have here in New South Wales and the list of every single nominee just shows how strong our racing here is in the state. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, guys, one of the great things that we've spoken a little bit about it in this podcast uh, last year was obviously we saw the devastation that hit through the middle of New South Wales with Yagawa and Forbes and Cowra and, you know, several of our not just racing clubs, but towns. Mm. You know, that, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about towns yeah. and communities, yeah. aren't we? And, and people so adversely affected by it. Uh, Grace, you, you're one of our um, incredibly warm-hearted drivers who've um, volunteered your time, your headspace, but also financial resources to help out these people. Um, there's some great initiatives going on, but just to why was it so important for you to support those causes? Oh, look, uh, if I was in that position, you know, any help would be greatly appreciated. And um, I think I summed up eight winners in total, which was $450 donated. But just crossing the line first just felt extra special, you know, for those people that were really in need. And um, I was I was really quick to say, yes, I want to do that. Because like I said, um, if that was me in that position, you know, um, any help was great, greatly appreciated. And I've seen a couple of photos from Michael himself and... Um, Things look to be on the up at the moment, but yeah, just the mess that it was in, it was absolutely horrible to see. Yeah, I spoke to Michael Dummis, and it's Michael Dummis here that you're referring to, and Michael's really um, taken it on board to lead, a, I guess, a, you know, a, a cause outside of the um, what we're doing at Harness Racing New South Wales and what, and what other um, industry groups are doing. Um, he did make mention that you actually rang him and said, I want in. You were one of the first people to ring up and say, I want to help. So... Um, and you're not alone. You know, a lot of people did that, but you were one of the first ones that rang him up. So, you know, well done. I, I just think it's a beautiful spirit that we've got among our industry. Um, and our drivers have done amazing things. Um, and I'm proud of Mick because I've known yeah. Mick for a long time, uh, Michael, and he's, he's um, you know, passionate about not just not just harness racing. He's passionate about life. He loves football. He loves, he loves his kids. He's, he's just a passionate guy. And He's clearly put his heart and his soul into this, and it's, it's shone through in all the socials that we've read about it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of Mick because he's really stepped up and, and, and driven this. Absolutely. Look, a few things that he so Grace mentioned, you know, that money equated to wins. So um, a lot of drivers have obviously contributed as a result of that. Josh Galley had 19 winners in that, in that period of time, and I, I know, and Josh would never tell anyone this. He's dug into his pocket outside of that and said, Here's a bit more and that as well. And we're not talking some small amounts either. Yeah. You know, quality human being. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So um, done really well there. I know that yeah, there, there's been a handful of drivers have worn special colours. The they're colours. in the I think they're in the colours of the Yagawa rugby league team. I think they are. Yeah. I think Mick that, as which well is a great put a thing out for people to do a salute and I seen a couple up there at Dubbo yep. and Parks at Saluted and yep. you know how much that would have meant to everyone back in the Yagawa community watching. Absolutely. Um I know he told me that, and it's just a ballpark, but they're in excess of about forty grand. Wow, brilliant! Just Amazing. absolutely brilliant, and and they've done it in a way where they've turned it into say like you know food vouchers and, and that as well. So you know there's a, there's a value that goes on all that on top of that. So what I now there's a I need to tell you there's a there's a big auction and fundraising night in parks on the third of February at the at the coachman hotel so if you can get along and be part of that, there's some great things up for grabs now. Freddie, I know this would be one that you would love to get your hands on. Um, 
Cameron Murray, the great South Sydney Rabbitoh and you know, Australian Rugby League lock forward. <laughs> great player. He'd look better in red, white and blue, but keep going. His grand final jumper from 2021, yeah. I know yeah. that Michael's picking it up today. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be one of the items up for grabs. He wore it in a grand final. Yeah, yeah, look. Mm. Uh, as you know, being a Rooster supporter, not keen on Souths, but Cameron Murray is a quality player. And doing that, that's a big thing, giving yeah. away your, your grand yep. final jersey. He's, a, he's an origin player. He's, he's a, uh, uh, he was their captain, was he not, uh, last season, I, I have yeah. a feeling. Um, so, you know, he's, he's a, it's, it's a great get if you're a Souths fan. Yep. Bid up because yeah. uh, that's, uh, you've got to get there and bid for that. Um, I, I won't be bidding for it with the greatest <laughs> of respect uh, because, um, yeah, it's just against my religion. <laughs> I know that um, Jared Croker's donated a stack of rugby yeah, league memorabilia. Another good harness man. Yeah, and a and great he's got a lot of the boys yeah. uh, in and around it as well, um, yeah. donating different stuff. Uh, I know stuff. There's, there's a fully paid five-night trip to uh, Marimbula as well. So there's some really cool wow. stuff that you can get at that auction. And, and when's that? The 3rd of... The, yep, 3rd of February, February at the Coachman Hotel in Parks. So, good job. Um, yeah, well if done, you can, Mick. And said to point out there's accommodation available in the motel at the back yep. of that particular um, establishment as well. So if you want to roll into that after <laughs> after what I anticipate might be a significantly large night. <laughs> All jokes aside, well done to Cameron Murray. I think that's a great gesture. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in the, if you are listening and you feel like you want to donate or whatever, just reach out. There's plenty of people who will be more than happy to take your call or your, your text message or whatever and, and – and let you know ways that uh, you can assist in that initiative. All right, Gracie, now you're driving in the first race today, aren't you? Yep. All right, so we better make this quick. Freddie, you're calling it, so we better make this quick. But um, your, your harness racing pedigree is, um, is as good as it gets. You've, you know, it's run right through your family. Like, tell us a bit about how you got started. Um, I grew up riding horses, my sister watching. My sister was a show rider and... Um, I'd go there to watch and I can't say I was a very good rider myself because I was absolutely terrible but um, I think Lauren was 16 and she got involved with a trainer named Josh Ball, he was only a hobbyist at the time and um, she, instantly she fell in love and I would get picked up early just to go and watch her race and uh, I went every week and I just loved it and I, I said to her one day I really want to do this and she's like no you don't but I did, I did and um, when she st- met Shane and started working at Keen Bar I'd go out there as often as I could and Next thing I knew, I was leaving school and decided to do it full-time. And, yeah, I haven't looked back since. All right. So for those who didn't cotton on, that's Lauren Tritton and Shane Tritton, who obviously were so successful. Incredible run. Not yeah. just here in New South Wales, but from an, at a national level and are now International. doing wonderful things over, over in America. Um, so obviously Big Sister sort of you know, laid the platform and that. How much is that? Been a, been a help or has it been a hindrance or what oh. is it? Because you're following in some pretty significant footsteps. Yeah, well, um, yeah, she set a pretty high bar, uh, high bar but um, yeah, she's always there to support me. There's some sort of, she picks on me a little bit, but... Um, <laughs> I reckon she's listening right now yeah. too. So I really? did tell her you I got a, the oh, way. Yeah. Hey, you got a little barb to throw out. G'day, Lauren. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but yeah, she's always there to help and I'll ring her and say, oh, what did I do wrong or what can I do better? And she's always there to help. So I, I couldn't think of anyone else to learn off and um, yeah, she, she's a big help. All right. Well, you know, we, we're fascinated by your, by your journey because... Um, you represented New South Wales last year at the at the Australian, what do we call it, Young Stars? In Australian Drivers. Australian Drivers, Drivers Championships, that's it. So um, wh- what was that like? I know, obviously, I touched base with you in the lead up to it and we were doing some, you know, some media around it and you were, you were pretty happy with yourself. You were really proud of that achievement, weren't you? Yeah, I definitely was, especially at my age. Um, not many drivers get to do this, have this opportunity, and for me to get it, get the phone call off John was was pretty special. And I was very quick to take it up, and then I had a race fall, and um, everything just was put on slow mo for a little bit there. And I was ringing up doctors every two minutes saying, "Give me clearance, give me clearance." But um, they ended up um, saying I had a stable fracture, and I was able to go. And honestly, I had happy tears coming out, and um, the excitement boarding that plane to go there was was pretty surreal. Yeah, just brilliant. It was brilliant. During your younger days, you were a very successful mini trot participant. What importance did you do you place on that in the foundations of your career in harness racing? 
Um, sportsmanship was a big thing. Um, you know, you, you're going to lose, you're going to win, and you're going to fall at some stage. So, um, yeah, sportsmanship was a really big thing. Um, patience and just, you know, listening to your horses and, and things like that. They, they can only do so much and a lot. 99% of horses will go out there and do their absolute best. But, yeah, definitely a sportsman, sportsmanship was a big thing for me. You touched on Lauren's involvement in, in mentoring you and obviously you touched on a little earlier that you have great admiration for Luke McCarthy. Darren Binskin gave you your first Metro winner, which wasn't all that long ago when we, we look back now. Uh, he, of course, has also been a terrific mentor for you over the years. I'm glad you brought that up because I probably would have got in trouble. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, he was a great mentor, especially yeah. for Lauren as well. Yeah. Um, you know, he definitely points out my wrongs, but, yeah, he always hypes me up when I, when I do the right. So, um, yeah, where I am today, um, without Clayton, of course, um, I wouldn't be where I am. And um, his opportunities, my first winner, my first Metro, and he's putting me... Um, he's got one. you got one for him today. Yeah, um, Who's in, a chance? In the last race, Arabella Star, yeah. She, um, without his opportunities, I, I wouldn't be where I am today. That was elite, that drive Grace pulled out that day. Absolutely. That, that, was. Yeah, we yeah, talked that, about it on the Darren, show, I, I believe. Darren was waxing lyrical yeah. about how she executed that race plan. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think for memory, he gave specific instructions and, and pretty much his words were, you followed them to the letter. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, or you'd probably dare not to follow them to the letter, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was um, win or don't come off the track. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so, so what, um, what rain do you get then? Like, obviously you've got instructions to follow and, you know, it, it, you're engaged to do a job, but how much leeway is there then to say, oh, look, plan A is not quite working here. Are they are trainers and owners a little bit more sort of lenient, you go, well, plan A is not really working, I need to go to plan B and think on my feet real quick here. Are you given that, that opportunity to make that call? Yeah, um, working for Clayton, you know, you, you learn that pretty quick. Um, he gives you an instruction, and he goes, well, if things go wrong, well, then it's all up to you, you know, and um, that's one important thing about being a driver is you've got to know your own way, and um, if your plan, a trainer's plan doesn't go to plan, well, then you've got to, you're all on your own, so. So you're um, constantly thinking yeah. of alternatives yeah yeah definitely um yeah it's that's one huge thing being like especially a young driver is your quick thinking um and you watch with a couple of these older drivers and um if you want to hold the front well then you get taken on well then you got to either grab up or keep going so yeah plan b is a really big thing is there, is there anything you can do to outside of sitting on a sitting behind a horse to fast track your mind like mind skills and that have you ever like do anyone does anyone do that sort of thing I mean I know that's a very 2023 kind of way of being ready to race but is there any merit in something like that well I don't know I, I know I nearly failed my cognitive test so I failed the cognitive test oh I was very very close <laughs> to then um, but um, yeah it was sort of when I very first started I'd go out there I was so nervous my mind was sort of in slow-mo but um, as confidence come along, you know, it's gotten a little bit better and I don't panic as much. But, um, yeah, I sort of kept myself out of trouble, but um, I can't really talk. I'm about to go on holidays. So, but, yeah, that, that is a really big thing is, is a men your mental state when you're out there, I think. Yeah, okay. Look, you, you go on places, Grace. You know, you, you just got your 100th winner sort of later, in, later last year. Um, big so, season, wasn't it, for, yeah. for Grace? Season. 78 winners last year. Yeah, just an incredible season. Yeah. I, I, can I just ask one last question? How much banter goes on uh, you and your, your partner, um, Blake? How, 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 you know, is there a bit of sledge going on there when you're you know, competing? There's no love on the track. So, <laughs> uh, there's a bit of banter hear. and I love when I beat him and he sure makes known that he loves when he beats, he beats me. You, so. yeah. <laughs> love it. Nah, it's excellent. Uh, good to see you getting more uh, Metro drives here too. Obviously, I know you, you talked about Clayton and you guys have struck up a great partnership, train a driver, um, success follows, those type of relationships. I'm sure it's more than just the horse itself. That dynamic needs to be spot on. You guys have certainly got it in spades, going places with that. Great to see you here though. And, um, you know, I, I think we're going to see more. I mean, I, I'm jumping to conclusions, but I think we'll see more of this young lady this in Without 2023 on no Tuesdays and Saturdays, Absolutely won't no we? Doubt. Yeah. All right. All right, Gracie. Well, um, today, what what chances have you got? So you got a handful of drives, don't you, today? Yeah, three, and um, I'm not giving away anything, but um, I think they're all in with a good hope. Um, all of them are super consistent. Um, the trotter in the first, you know, he does a couple of things wrong, but um, it, with age, he's getting a lot better. Eight races today, Freddie. Yeah, eight races. Uh, Grace mentioned uh, 
the, the horse in the first race, the Trotter, um, Walkabout Cascade. It's sort of in the market thereabouts, and then of course has gotten the last race Arabella Star for uh, for Darren Binskin. Um, it's it's in the market, and there is a third one which I did write down um, before the show started. Captain Dorian for Lily Hosking, so a a bit of a hunter connection there. But yeah, good program, and um, looking forward to being back behind the ten fifties for the first time in twenty twenty three. Yeah, absolutely. We look forward to hearing your dulcet tones playing laying the soundtrack to some great yes. racing this afternoon. It's a unique week. We've got. Our racing normal um, schedule kind of looks a little bit different this week. We've got Wagga tonight. Um, Dubbo is the Wednesday meeting, Jess. Oh, Bathurst, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, Bathurst then is on Friday. So we've got Penrith Thursday, which is sort of business as usual. Wagga Friday afternoon. Friday's jam-packed. It's going to be great racing. We've got... Wagga on Friday afternoon, we've got Bathurst and Tamworth running concurrently on Friday night, obviously. We talked a little bit at the top of the show about about Tamworth, their Carnival Cups meeting. It's going to be great. We're going to have the great drivers there. The, the qualifiers have been sensational and the rest of the race program we heard from Michael Jones is going to be really good. So looking forward to that. Broken Hill's got a non-tab meeting on, on Saturday. Canberra's on Monday and then obviously we're back here on Tuesday. Um, but Saturday night, Jess, uh, yeah. should be a good night of racing here Saturday night too. Yeah, Fields will be out later this afternoon, but it features the – um, $50,000 JL Wraith Memorial proudly sponsored by Harness Breeders New South Wales. So I know that's a time-honoured classic for the three-year-old fillies and I'm sure there'll be a good field lineup with potentially an Oaks birth later yep. in February. And Ego will be uh, going around. Expensive Ego. So yeah. uh, another draw card. Yeah, should be fantastic. Um, all right, so plenty of racing. Uh, it, it feels really cool to be back in the, back in the chair and talking to you, you gibberers. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Grace. Grace isn't a gibber. No, it's good having, good having, uh, good having um, our just. drivers that, that we can bring through Absolutely. the, through the show. Right. It's, in, it's important to be able to do that. Um, and without embarrassing Grace, she yeah. said she was a bit nervous and wasn't sure. You know, she's done a great, you've done a great job. Fantastic so well done. Yeah. Thanks ah, for coming it's on. It's good stuff. All right, Jess, you um, were an absolute star when it came to identifying <laughs> uh, horses to watch in 2022. Uh so the pressure's on. People yeah. listen to this podcast for this segment. What is Jess tipping? I'm heading back down with a bit of hashtag Riverina form. Back <laughs> down to Wagga tonight. Imperious for Trevor White. Last start it ripped home and it recorded the quickest final two quarters of the race. And Pete McRae jumps aboard tonight in race two. And hopefully I can kick off 2023 with a winner. Okay. I can't for the life of me think what you're going to talk about, Freddie. <laughs> Well, you mentioned it earlier, it stole my thunder, but gee, I like the way Max Shard hit the line on on Saturday, and there's a win just around the corner for that horse, so follow Max Shard, but certainly hashtag Riverina form, it was uh, Jess's happy hunting ground uh, last year in season one of the podcasts, and she's hoping to kick it off uh, with a bang in 2023. Happy days. Got one for us to keep an eye out on, Grace? I've had a pretty busy week, but um, just by watching um, Friday... yeah, Sunday at Tamworth, um, Surface's performance was huge, um, breaking the track record over 1980, and I look forward to seeing him in the final. Absolutely. All right. Well, to everyone who's uh, tuned in for episode season two, we're in, guys. So we get we, we stop. Do we get a pay up. rise? We Do we get a pay rise? Seeing we made it to season I think two, we got invited back to season oh, two. Oh, is that so the, that's the that's reward? The okay, honor. all right. I'll stop like, talking now. It's <laughs> like if you put the in fantasy harness racing terms, you put the captain's band on Tom Callaghan, you get double zero. So how's that? Okay, thank you. <laughs> Do I get to wear flashy colours? Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of colours, we've actually got. I've got them in the room. Um, we've got leaders' jersey. So yeah. like the Tour de France, where they wear the yellow jersey if you're the leading rider of each yeah. stage or whatever you know yeah. um we've got a leader's jersey that we're going to put the leading point scoring driver in each week and nice. that was jack calligan we didn't mention that before jack calligan got 77 points in fantasy last week okay. so if i can persuade him to wear the colors he'll be in them later today <laughs> right. it's a beautiful hot pink number that is really going to pop on the track but it's a status symbol as i said to jack it uh it, it's only one get to wear it each week, and he's earned it. He's the the leading leading scoring points driver uh, of the round. So look forward to that. You've got it's you've got about thirty eight minutes to get your team sorted uh, for fantasy harness racing. If you haven't done it yet, or to get a team registered, get in, have a, have a bit of fun. Uh, enjoy the ride over the six race meetings that make up fantasy harness racing. Enjoy the racing, Jess. Great to see you, Freddie. Thank Good luck, you. Sally. See you later, Paul. Gracie. 
drive well, three drives, and then you've got um, who knows what's coming up. We we don't know yet, but we uh, we look forward to seeing your journey. And you'll be if you if you've got a little bit of stint on the sidelines, then uh, you'll be back bigger and better than ever after be that. I would have thought honing her skills on fantasy harness. Right? Yeah, yeah, look for the look for that team. What your your team's just you in the league, isn't it? What? Your, t- your uh, team yeah. name's just your yeah, name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was real creative. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I know I was the same. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> a lot of that. Sorry, Commissioner. <laughs> yeah, the yes. Commish. Look sound, like cool. a res- sound like a wrestler, don't yeah. <laughs> no, The Commish. I don't know. Everyone out there listening, thanks for joining us. Uh, hope you've enjoyed episode one of season two of The Sprint Lane. We love bringing it to you. If you're tuning in, uh, give us a follow, give us a share, tell everyone about it. We want to keep growing the sport and the product and the conversation around harness racing. We love having you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back same time next week. All right, guys, I will see you then. I'll see you then, Freddie. And, Grace, someone else will be sitting in your chair. We hope if we haven't offended anyone else too much in this show, or I have. But we look forward to getting another driver in during the week. To everyone tuning in, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye.